Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, How the Gospel Liberates Us from the Fear of Powerlessness and the Loss of Autonomy. The fear of powerlessness and the loss of autonomy was behind Adam and Eve's choice to rebel against God. Satan promised our first parents that they could become autonomous beings who were like God, knowing good and evil for themselves. In other words, they would not need to depend on God any longer. They would be able to figure it out for themselves. Pride was behind this desire, but so was the fear that they were going to miss out on something really good if they kept obeying God. Pride wants to be in control. It wants to be good enough or even better than, maybe even the best there is. Pride wants to be self-sufficient and self-directed, autonomous. It fears losing these things. The opposite of autonomy is slavery, which is rooted in powerlessness. People fear and resent being unable to defend themselves or make their own choices. This fear drives a lot of our choices and decisions in life. When presented with the gospel, many people say they're not yet ready because they still want to have fun. We are not ready to give up all the things that bring us pleasure because we're afraid that God will take them away. We're afraid of losing our autonomy. We do not want to submit our wills to someone else whose name is Jesus. This reveals that we believe we know what is best for us and that God is a killjoy who wants to deprive us of what brings joy and fulfillment. Isn't this exactly the same lie believed by Adam and Eve? Didn't Satan tell them that God knew that eating the fruit of the tree of good and evil would bring them delight that God wished to deprive them of? Genesis 3, 5 through 6 reads, Satan said, God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it. And you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. And she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. And then she gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate it too. The fruit they ate did open their eyes, but not the way they expected. Instead of making them like God, they became like Satan. Autonomy proved to be a very bad road that took them off a cliff into the abyss of sin, death, and separation from God. This is where the gospel comes to the rescue. The prophet Isaiah wrote centuries before our Lord Jesus was born, All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. 
We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him, Jesus, the sins of us all. Isaiah 53, 6, the New Living Translation. Jesus, who is the eternal word of God, who became a human being, according to John 1.14, demonstrated what it looked like to live as God originally intended. John 5.19 reads, Jesus explained, quote, I tell you the truth. The Son, speaking of himself, can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. That's what it looks like to live in submission to God. Jesus was a new Adam, according to 1 Corinthians 15.45, the progenitor of a new race of people through what would be called the new birth, who would be able to experience Experience the freedom of living in subjection to God's will and authority rather than going the autonomous route. God created us to be dependent beings who would experience the joy of a shared life with God. Jesus taught us that if we lose our lives, in his words, and surrender to God, we will actually find them and experience what he called the abundant life. Let me read a couple of passages. One is Luke 9, 23 through 24. Then he said to the crowd, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways and take up your cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake... You will save it. And then in John 10.10, he said, The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. He's talking about Satan. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Both of those passages are from the New Living Translation. It takes faith to believe that If we surrender our lives to Jesus, we will actually preserve them. It takes faith to believe that God's will for our lives will bring more fulfillment and joy than doing it our way. The fundamental sin of mankind is rebellion against God's rule. The gospel calls us to surrender to the king. Repentance is the act of turning away from our self-directed autonomous lifestyle and trusting that serving the Lord will fulfill us and bring Him glory. In fact, if we prioritize bringing glory to God, joy will always follow. The two are inseparable. The only way we can properly respond to the gospel is to overcome the fear of the loss of autonomy. We must give up the illusion of having power over our lives and submit to the one who really has power. 
when we embrace our weakness, then we will be strong. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. The gospel is counterintuitive. Everything in us wants to cling to the attempt to be in control and strong. The gospel reveals that all this was but a deadly illusion. The only way to experience abundant life is by relinquishing control and embracing our weakness. By faith, we surrender to the one who loves us beyond comprehension, who only wants the best for us, who gives us abundant life, and who makes us strong in the power of his might. Ephesians 3, 14 through 19 reads, it was written by Paul, when I think of all of this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit And then Christ will make his home in your hearts. As you trust in him, your roots will go down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. And then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That's the New Living Translation. You may wish to pray with me. Jesus, like Adam and Eve, I fell for the lie that I could be best served by living a self-directed life. Please forgive my rebellion against your rule. I now surrender my life to you, Jesus. You are my Lord. Thank you for dying for my sins and rising again as Lord and King. Come, Holy Spirit, fill me to overflowing. Live through me. Help me to devote the rest of my days to experiencing the shared life you promise. I'm tired of going it alone. I need you every moment. Help me to tell others about this great invitation to true happiness and fulfillment called the gospel. Amen.